Hey there, and welcome back to the Food Biz Whiz podcast. This is episode 113, and it's the third of four episodes in our fourth quarter focus mini series. For four weeks, we are focusing on what you can do to set up and increase sales of your packaged food or beverage business for the remainder of the year. Today, we are talking about nurturing your existing accounts to ensure that you are getting all of the sales that you can off those shelves that you're already on. Ready to talk sales strategy? Let's get right to it. You're listening to Food Biz Whiz, the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Allie Ball, to learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business. You'll hear real-life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going. This episode is sponsored by Retail Ready, my online course for emerging food brands who are looking to grow their wholesale business. I've been teaching Retail Ready for about six years, and this year in 2021, we'll hit our 1,000th brand to enroll in the course. Through videos, workbooks, checklists, templates, live coaching calls with me, and nearly 24-7 access to me and my team in our private online group, Retail Ready has all the tools that you need to increase your sales through wholesale accounts. So whether that's in traditional brick and mortar outlets or through e-commerce platforms, I would love to see you join us when the course opens again. So jump on to the waitlist to be the first to know when we welcome in new food, beverage, and taxable grocery brands. You can find the waitlist in today's show notes or at foodbizwiz.com under the heading Retail Ready. All right, my whizzes, before we get started, let me do a little recap of part one and part two of this mini series. We will link each of those shows in the show notes here for you. And I highly recommend that you go back and you listen to them if you haven't tuned in already. So in the first episode of our mini series, we talked about the rhythm of retail and what that wholesale buyer is thinking in October, November, and December. Come that fourth quarter, that buyer is heads down in holiday logistics. So you have to know exactly what they're focused on and how to shift your behavior appropriately. Episode two talked through my last chance pitch, where I outlined four things to think about if you are going to still pitch to accounts this year. So I give you a big list of things that you have to sort out before you pitch. So regardless of whether or not you're pitching right now or in the future, you will want to listen to episode 112 and take a whole bunch of notes in order to make sure that your pitch is up to par. Now we get to episode three of our mini series, and we are talking through nurturing your existing accounts. We all know that it's one thing to land on the shelf and it is a whole other thing to sell off of them. So we want to make sure that you are planting the seeds in order to make that sale when it is crunch time. When I think about nurturing your accounts, I see it as a multi-pronged strategy. You've got to nurture those wholesale buyers who are making decisions about your product, as well as nurture the shoppers who are coming into that store and putting your product into their shopping basket. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you have likely heard me talk about 
getting your audience to know you and like you and trust you before you start selling to them. We specifically talked to talk about this with our direct to consumer sales, but it applies to wholesale as well. Remember this as you start to think about your holiday sales and as you are plotting out your fourth quarter promotions. So let's break, break it down into two areas of focus here, the wholesale buyers and their teams, and then the shoppers in their store. Two very different audiences. So let's start with those wholesale accounts. You want to nurture those wholesale relationships so they know exactly when you're ready to deliver your first holiday orders so that they think of you when they are planning their holiday displays and so that they don't change their mind on stocking you during the fourth quarter. So if you don't have a seasonal product, it's even more important to continue to nurture those accounts so they don't forget about you over the fourth quarter or even worse, discontinue you even temporarily. So here are some ways that you can nurture those accounts, both at the beginning of the fourth quarter, if you're listening to this podcast, right when the show comes out or throughout, you know, into the fourth quarter and throughout the rest of the year. So first off, Demos. This is an obvious one. Show that you are committed to your brand. If your product is great for the Thanksgiving table, for example, get in there the week of Thanksgiving or better yet, once a week, every few weeks leading up to Thanksgiving. And then again on the Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday before the big day. You want to educate the team, the sales team, the stocking team, or whoever is selling your product and stocking your product on the floor. You basically want to make them into mini salespeople so they recommend your brand. I want you to become best friends with the marketing department of those stores. Ask them what they need in order to create content around your brand. So is it recipe cards? Is it a blog post? Is it a new shelf talker? Make it really easy for them to promote your product for you. I want you to start sending monthly newsletters to your wholesale accounts. Gosh, we could do a whole podcast episode on just this topic. So if you are not doing this already, get on it right now. Tell them about your seasonal offerings. Tell them to share a new bragworthy stat. Highlight what people are doing with your products, how they're using them in the kitchen or on their holiday boards, right? Whatever really feels relevant for your brand. Stay top of mind with those buyers, both now and throughout the holiday season. Next, I want you to be a human. Gosh, <laughs> I think we all need to recognize together that the fourth quarter is go time in retail, right? Those teams are likely stressed. They're likely short staffed. They're likely feeling that seasonal pressure. So ask yourself, what can you do to show up as a kind, respectful vendor? Maybe it's bringing coffee for whoever happens to be signing in deliveries next time you show up or volunteering to stock your own products on the floor or stickering those best buy dates yourself instead of asking the grocery team to do it for you. I mean, whatever it is, if you can lend an extra hand without being annoying, or if you can lend a little bit of extra kindness or sympathy, especially as we get closer and closer to the holidays themselves, it goes a long way. 
So if you are curious whether or not to give gifts to your wholesale partners this year, I actually addressed that specific question in episode 110, just a few weeks ago. That was a rapid fire Q&A episode on all things wholesale. So I'm going to link that show for you in the show notes as well. Okay. So those are just some ideas off the top of my head on how to nurture your wholesale accounts during this busy season. Remember, buyers are human. I, I know it might not feel like that all the time, but treat them like humans. Nurturing your accounts does not have to be complicated. It does not have to be time-consuming. It does not have to be expensive. It just needs to be thoughtful and heartfelt. If you sincerely want these wholesale partnerships to work to, to work for you, view them at just as just that, as partnerships. Ask yourself how you can show up as the best possible partner over the next few months and start with that. So from there, it is important to nurture your relationships with those shoppers as well. I'm going to talk about that in just one moment when I'm back from this quick break. If you've been enjoying these episodes, imagine what it would be like to ask clarifying questions directly to me and to have my assistants working through your strategy on these topics. Well, you can. My Retail Ready students have access to me live in our private online group and on our monthly coaching calls. And I would love to see you in there as well. Retail Ready enrollment opens again soon. So jump on the wait list in today's show notes or at foodbizwiz.com and save your spot. All right, we're back. So we talked about nurturing your wholesale relationships. And now let's talk about nurturing the shoppers who are actually putting your product in their shopping carts. So as we all know, like I said, you've got to get off the shelf in order to keep those wholesale accounts. Nurturing your shoppers doesn't have to look all that different from nurturing your wholesale accounts. So here are a few ideas on what that might look like. First off, again, start sending them emails right now. If you haven't emailed anyone all year long, and the first time that you pop into their inbox is Black Friday asking them to buy from you, it's simply not going to work. If you are listening to this, I want you to vow that you are not going to send your first email this year on Black Friday. You're going to be marked as spam. You're going to get a whole bunch of unsubscribes and you're not going to make the sales that you were hoping for. So instead, how can you warm up your audiences starting now? It's as easy as getting them accustomed to opening your emails for the next few months. So then when you do pop the question on Black Friday, they will say yes to purchasing. So how do emails work when you are trying trying to drive that in-store sale? Let's talk about that. It's actually very similar. So ideally, you have your list segmented by location so that you can direct people to an in-store purchase. But again, we build trust with our audience before we ask them to buy. So you want to spend the next few months or weeks, depending on when you're listening, sending them emails to warm them up. Okay. So give them a seasonal recipe, give them a playlist to put on while they carve pumpkins, give them an email interview with the founder, give them, gosh, I mean, that might be you. If you're the founder, like that would be really cool, right? Whatever it is, just, just do it. So keep those emails simple. So oftentimes I hear people 
the pause here. They hesitate here and they, they're like, Allie, that that's going to be so time consuming. That's so much content. I just, I just don't have the bandwidth to, to create that. And I'm going to tell you, you don't have to, I want you to give them one of those things per email, right? You don't need a newsletter that has a recipe and a playlist and a founder tip and um, best practice, right? That is a newsletter. And I'm not asking you to send that. I'm asking you to send an email instead with just one of those things, one of those topics per email. Okay. So when you start sending emails like that, you are on your way to building trust with your audience. Then when you're ready to sell to them or to, you know, direct them into a store, you've already built that trust. They are ready. A past client of mine, actually Goldmine Adaptogens did a really great job of this over the summer when they ran a 20% off sale at Whole Foods in Northern California. So after sending consistent nurturing emails, they emailed their list directing people to go buy in store. If people weren't able to buy in store, they still offered a small discount to their list for like in order to console folks, folks who were either incorrectly tagged as being in Northern California, right? That happens. Or who weren't weren't able to go in person for one reason or another. It worked perfectly. So a few other things that you can do to nurture the shoppers are also things that help the store out. So are you seeing here that it's it's really all connected? So again, doing demos, as I suggested earlier, again, if it feels safe where wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, Doing demos not only shows those wholesale buyers that you are committed to them, but it also warms up your audience, right? Over the next few months, you can do demos to show folks how to use your product for holiday entertaining or that highlights how great it is for gift giving. Start planting those seeds, putting those ideas in your shoppers' minds right now. From there, I want you to connect with your audience on social media. This is an obvious one. Post about your products and where they're sold, right? Literally tag the stores that you're sold in. Direct people in store. Tag those stores in your posts, on your stories on Instagram. So then those stores, those stores marketing departments are resharing with their audience of shoppers. It is a win-win. So again, there is a ton that you can do to warm up those shoppers. And it all goes back to creating those connections, to educating them, and to showing them why your product is the thing to purchase this holiday season. The actual tactics of how you're going to do that will be different based on your own business. So the key really here is that you need a strategy, that sales don't happen automatically. Okay, my whizzes, I promise that these mini episodes, this, this mini series would be short. So let's wrap this up. In today's show, we cover the two different audiences that you need to nurture now through the end of the year. Although if I'm being really honest, these are important to do year round, right? We know that. Again, the strategy and the tactics might shift seasonally, but you want to make sure that you are intentionally thinking about these things as you grow your business. So next week, we're going to wrap up our fourth quarter mini series with a final episode, gosh, on what you should do once buyers actually stop accepting new products for their shelves this year and where you can focus for big business growth. This final episode is going to set you up for success as we get into the fourth quarter and look ahead to the new year. 
So quick question for you guys. How are you enjoying this mini series? I want to know your, your honest feedback. So send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at it's Allie ball. And let me know if you like this style where we take this larger topic and we break it down into a series of shorter episodes. It's been really fun for me. So if you feel the same and you want me to see, want me to repeat this style, come speak up. I don't know unless you tell me. So send me a DM, come continue the conversation in our food biz whiz Facebook group. I would love to see you in there. You can grab your invite in our show notes, along with all of the other episodes in this mini series that I mentioned today. All right. Thank you as always for listening. And I will see you back here next week. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to Food Biz Whiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com. That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z.com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.